Hello. I don't see people often. Oh, oh, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Cocktail Social. It is Miss Kitty in the city, hailing in for Leo season. So all you bad bitches, east, west, north, south, hello. This is the Cocktail Social. I am Blue Waters, a.k.a. Miss Kitty, a.k.a. Kitty the Cat Couture, a.k.a. Miss Pussy Paulina. Oh, that's what they call you on Great Hello, 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 hello. How the fuck? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to this weekend's, well, this Friday's Cocktail Social. It is wet outside. I'm not wet in here, but that's another story mm. for another day. I have my cocktail, um, my socialites. Socialites, hello. Hi. Going on. Hey, we're down to technical difficulties. Hopefully, they will join us. But if not, we're going to keep the party going. I am drinking a little bit of wine today because mm. I am celebrating. Um, I'm no, I'm do, I'm celebrating Lent, so I'm not drinking as much wine as I normally would for. Um, you said Lent. <laughs> Yes, you heard me right. I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm fast. Corona, corona took your time schedule, messed it up a little bit. I'm not playing with you today, okay? I'm not playing with you today. How's everyone doing? I missed y'all. I miss you too. I'm okay. My cat is freaking out because of the thunderstorm. That's why I keep looking off. Oh. Yeah, but everything is good. Everything's good. Yes. Oh, you look like you're tired. Mm. No, I'm not. Nah. I'm okay. I'm good. Oh, you're good. I'm oh, good. oh, you're good. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. I'm trying to get right. I'm, hold on. Let me get good. Let me get me something else. I'm going to get good. Mm. Better. <laughs> Mr. Gilmore. What's going on, Pimpin? Real shit. Real shit. Chill week. Wait, um, how are you dry? <laughs> we just asked I, him the same thing. I have a roof on this deck. <laughs> ah, so magic. <laughs> Shut up, but, man. I didn't say anything. Get your life together. Your mind is so dirty. Hello, how are you, sir? Oh, he gave me the phone. <laughs> how I'm are good. you? I'm uh, good. I'm good. I think we're in the second quarter of this um, Rona COVID quarantine, and um, um, I'm over me. I'm, I want a divorce from me at this point in life. So That's you me. can't tolerate. You can't tolerate being with you either. I love being with me, but I think me doesn't like being with me. Like, what I does that mean? Like the real kind, though. Why like, you I say just, you don't um, like being with yourself? I just, I just need a. Uh, I, I'm used to being by myself. Like I, I spend a lot of time, you know, uh, with me. But I think at this point, we want to, you know, see what's out there. Look at the other grass. Like just for a second, that's not like. 
uh, a whole divorce. It's just like we just need a separation for a moment, you know, mm. a breather, if you will. If you will. Yeah, this will do that to you. So, what's been going on new with everyone? I've heard of some exciting new um, things going on in the arts world. So, anything new going on? Anything that you would like to tell our viewers that's happening in the city in the upcoming month? Mm. Is that me? Anyone? Then you. Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. So, uh, <laughs> so on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday will be my last cooking class, and I'm going with the Creative Alliance. Mm. Um, it's gone this really well. Gumbo, slim. Jesus. That gumbo was the, the gumbo. Oh yeah, hey, hey. I'm glad y'all liked it. So uh, this week we're gonna, I don't know, we're just we're gonna close it out with a bang. So you know, mm -hmm. if y'all want a dinner, let me know. We're doing fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, sweet potatoes, and string beans. Yes, yes. I would want order What is this show? <laughs> huh? I would want order a dinner. Everybody's frozen. Are you taking orders this show? If you can hear me. Oh man! <laughs> if I'm taking orders, <laughs> yeah. How do you not necessarily? Orders? But I mean, if you want one, I got you. <laughs> I definitely got you. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's it. That and uh, am I going? No, you said you was. You said that they can. You are. You not so people can't order the meals or. Oh, all right. So if you're viewing and there's some technical difficulties because the screens are freezing every so often, um, I believe it's because of the storm. And so it's causing things to kind of be a little bit janky. So just bear with us. It's just the weather. But stick with us. <laughs> so you were saying, <laughs> what was you saying, Mr. Gilmore, about ordering food? Can they <laughs> oh, do you order food? Um, no, nah, but if you're real cool, then you know I make sure you get a plate. Mm. <laughs> like I'm not selling dinners. Mm. I, I mean, the people who are in the cooking class, they they will have their own food in their own house, and they will be cooking it as we go. Oh, oh. yeah. Mm. Okay, I misunderstood. Yeah, I, I okay. hate my my fat feelings into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm but what I was saying was is that if you want a dinner, and then I can definitely make you one. Because I'll probably be making a lot because I don't know how to cook a little bit of food. Oh yes, gotcha. So I'm I'm just letting you know now, Mr. Uh, Gilmore, that when Gutman's open again, um, gumbo will be on the menu. Just letting you know. That gumbo was so good. That gumbo was so. Good. Good. Oh. Yes, indeed. And if I'd have had some biscuits or some cornbread with it, that'd have been <laughs> <laughs> my fat ass would have been in heaven. Yeah. I would have been in heaven, treat. honey. That was a real treat. Yes, mm. indeed. And Mr. Kowser. First of all, you don't ever call me Mr. Kowser. That's what <laughs> my mother calls me, but don't you ever do that. Why not? Um, I just don't like it. So that's my father's name. That's not my name. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you want you want to call Big Daddy? <laughs> out of control. Well, for me, tomorrow is the first official day of rehearsal for the Real Nigga Show. We're doing a virtual performance on uh, August the 29th, Saturday, August the 29th. These guys are working very hard. They're very talented. Um, Troy Burton is beating the hell out of everybody on the cast and crew. Um, <laughs> we're having a lot of fun. I want to send a shout out to um, Sandra Meekins and Joshua Dixon. Uh, he lost his brother. His brother mm -hmm. was killed uh, over the weekend. And it's an unfortunate situation, but um, this group of people definitely uh, have been wrapping themselves around the two of them and getting it in. But the whole, everything that's happening right now is really will be depicted in this one. And if you've seen any of the other real nigga shows, this one is, uh, you know, it's cliche to say this one will be different, but he's included a lot of short films from various short, uh, mm -hmm. from, I said very short, various uh, uh, filmmakers like Bashi Rose. Uh, and it's going to be some really good film clips throughout the whole uh, uh, production. And I'm really, really satisfied to see Black arts thriving, even in the midst of a pandemic. That's why I decided to join this, because I wanted to make sure it's um, it's been put out there. And I've been kind of spamming y'all a little bit with the notices. So I thank you to everybody who said, you know what, let me just buy a ticket for this nigga send me another message on Facebook or uh, email. But yeah, that's- How much that's are the tickets? The tickets are whopping $18. They're only $18. Wow. You can, you can be a Negro like many of us are and do a house party. Um, but if you do that, please, do, do, you know, uh, try to donate if you can or buy extra ticket if you can. But yeah, we're ready. Okay. okay. And where, uh, where can they purchase the tickets? They can go to Eventbrite and look up A Real Nigga Show. They can go to A Real Nigga Show Facebook page. We have a Facebook page I just started. Um, or you can hit me up at the Artist Exchange Radio Show or Troy Burton or any of us, and we can give send you out the link uh, for said show. Are you in this show? I am not in this show. They have The cast has never been changed in 17 okay. years outside of the death of one of the... Um, uh, founding actors, but they have a set cast. So I'm doing a lot of the social media work mm -hmm. um, and the tech crew. Okay. Sounds like that's going to be good. Well, I'm looking forward to that's seeing good. it for the first time. So I am going to purchase my ticket, Mr. Burton. Be my you know, second time to this is your second time? Yeah, this will be my second time. So I can't wait to see how it changed. Yeah, one of the big changes is the the videos, the the short films that will be included, and they've updated a lot of the content to make sense for what we're in right now. And because these young men have been with this for the last seventeen years, so the men have grown into men. Uh, so you you will yeah. definitely see a totally different show. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. I heard so much about it, and <laughs> I saw that Miss Mizell clicked in, but. I don't know if she's fully in the room yet. So I got my cameras on hold. Oh. Okay. Release me, Monty. Me, release me. <laughs> Please, sir. Release me. You might have to go out and then come back in because 
We only it took me long enough to get in here. You know how hard it was for me to read all them goddamn letters in that code? <laughs> <laughs> you're, supposed to, you're supposed to click on the code. Because <laughs> I was coming from my computer, so I didn't have that option. <laughs> yeah. I'm working with a head. <laughs> Me in here in the dark and shit. I feel like I'm in the closet. Coming oh. to you live from the closet. <laughs> I was live at a closet once. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you came all the way out, didn't you? <laughs> all the Just way that out. One time. At one time, hello, hello, I'm back. Something's wrong with your connections. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we hey, there she is. Oh, we just we just started the kickoff, so you ain't you ain't missed too much. We ain't get too far into it. What's been going on with you? How you dealing with this wetness? Oh shit, I'm used to being wet, so you know Ooh, this ain't nothing really new for me. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. And, and now we get to Karen and her pure romance line. <laughs> Absolutely. That's where you put that plug in. <laughs> Absolutely. Did everyone get an Did everyone get an opportunity to see the questions for today? I did. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I did. I like to go in blind. I like to just. That's what he said. Hold <laughs> on, hold on. Before you start the questions, I just want to say this because this is a big day for all of us nerds out there that the Pentagon is releasing the papers on the UFOs and the fact that they are real and that they are uh, that they have actively seen them. They're showing the pictures and everything. Um, I don't know if this was due to a lawsuit or if this was due to. Um, just how certain things that are held in, uh, I that can't find Trump. my words, but the secret Trump. shit. But then also Trump, they kind of <laughs> let out early in his presidency that uh, he was creating a space task force yeah. to fight against. Uh, he did. So he kind of completely let us in on the whole thing. So I the guess now the Pentagon <laughs> is kind of like, well, fuck it. Yeah. You rather, but they're you calling them spacecrafts. He right. never let out all the secrets then to just step the fuck down. This he gonna fuck the whole country up. But I ain't gonna I mean, lie to you. I'm kinda like taking no, I mean think about it. <laughs> think about the motherfucker that don't know this shit exists. But we don't need to be alien driven right now. We got too much shit going on right now. Look, hey, the at the same damn time they let it be need to let it be known. Ain't no point in acting like you know this shit don't exist. You got people spotting shit and then they making them make, seem like they fucking crazy. Right. Yeah, with that. Like, no, no. Yeah. What, I, actually, yeah. I still wonder if people were actually being abducted. Like, you know people how, and they, right. can't, they don't know where they went. It don't mean I feel like it would be a nice trip considering everything that's happening on Earth right now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just now, think about it. The aliens look like the aliens we see in the movies. Now you want that shit breathing on your face with an extra mouth. But and but also, but also think about this: the way that we view aliens in movies and the way aliens act in movies, they act very white centric. So you know, I don't think that aliens would be about coming in, colonizing, and destroying. I don't think aliens are all about stealing, testing, and. Been releasing, you know, that is a very Euro 
European way of looking at things, and Europeans think that everybody thinks like them, you know, except yeah. us because we are clearly inferior. So I think they put those human attributes on aliens, and these are people or whatevers that are completely different from us. So I'm not saying that I'm ready to join the brigade, but if they can help, <laughs> shit. I mean, as long as they're not <laughs> releasing none of them, if they have them in captivity, like I just don't. We're probably around here. We probably, I think that's what fuck is in office right now. Already amongst us and shit. For all we know, bugs could be fucking. It's men in black. I'm telling you, it's men in black. And I'm walking around in the agency. I don't want this to give them license. Like we need to get over this, have a breather. I get what you said, Nate. Because look, don't fucking scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. I'm still traumatized. So you like, just let me, he like, let me wrap my brain around this before you throw another element into it. Did you say you traumatized by people in face masks? Yeah, I am. Because you don't know. Did you see the clip of the young man in Chicago that shot the fuck up out of the people? No. And they were just in a food restaurant. They was in a restaurant and they was in line and he was looking, but he had a mask on, but all of them had masks on. And he just pulled out the gun and just started shooting the ass. He shot one boy in his face, like Ooh. right in the head. Yeah, right yeah. in the head, and he started shooting at the rest of them too. Yeah, and it was crazy. It was like two of them in a corner. Yeah, yeah. So he was, was just a, shooting just for the sake of shooting. No, it sound. It looked like what it looked like was that it was a. It looked like it was intentional. Like he was yeah. just waiting. And this was an opportune time. So and this right up to the one boy. So what's the motivation? I'm, well, I guess it's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. So was it a particular group of people that he shot at? Or was it? They was in a, it looked like a carryout. They was in a carryout. And it was some younger boys. Like one was sitting down. That's and as it. he stood up, he walked over to the boy and shot him. It looked like he shot him in his face. And you saw the boy like go All face over. And, and then, then he everybody shot started. Boys. Yeah, he shot the two boys in the corner. Y'all saw now. this with your own eyeball. It's a video clip. I'm good. I don't need to see that's it. Too much. Mm -hmm. to that's, that's too graphic. Come on now. Well, that's, you wouldn't know. So the the way it looked at it, it just looked like you know how when they have video footage of um a store and you just see it and it yeah. looked like just the video footage of the store. You did not you know that that was going to happen. You yeah, wouldn't. You know, have I am tired of seeing black people die. <laughs> I, I, I'm over it. Yeah. I really am. It, it, I, I'm at my threshold. I have seen. Yeah. I have seen too much personally and virtually. For yeah. me, I, I don't need no more. Um, this was just. This one was this. It was. But that's. They say that's Chicago life, though. Like it God, happens. Like damn. That. Hell no. There's no way that you you get used to that. Oh, shit, like Baltimore. You, shit. Not, you know, we talk about Chicago and this, that, and the third, but Baltimore is like right there. Well, I think we just want to shift the blame, but oh, bullshit, niggas getting shit. The things we see on the news is not the shit that we actually see happening in the streets. There are people getting shot up in the carryout all the time. Yeah, no, no, this little boy just got shot trying to get a goddamn snowball. <laughs> he ain't died, so it didn't go on the news. You five years old gets shot in your leg and ass. You ain't never gonna be right after some shit like that. Five years old, damn. But you got, and also I will shout out to um, Instagram and our good media that has been very much on everything that happens in Baltimore. It may seem excessive and sometimes a little ratchet, but they do report the shit that slips through the cracks that you will never ever see. 
um, like Baltimore Homicide. Uh, it's a whole bunch of them, but they they uh they definitely throwing some crazy shit. Yeah, I, I don't want no parts of it from Chicago, California on over exactly. Beirut, Mars, Neptune, Venus. I'm tired of seeing right. black people die. Yeah, period. <laughs> and black mental health—that's my other PSA, y'all. That mm. shit is real. Please take it, take it seriously. Absolutely, take it seriously. That shit. I mean, you know, Cable brought it up last week, and then it seems like the day after he brought it up. It has just been a collection of black celebrities and just black people I know that have been falling off the fucking mental wagon. And um, it's a rough time. Everybody kind of holding on by a thread right now. So we got to start communicating with each other, though. You, I mean, I know we're in the midst oh, of yeah. a pandemic, but you got to start calling those family members that you don't but, know. Yeah, I agree. Right now, call people. Mm-hmm. But I also want to say that your homeboy's coming to see you a night out with your girls, getting some dick or some pussy, some drugs or alcohol. That shit is not a care. Church and Oprah will no. not help you. No. And, and those are just no. escapes. Those are momentary moments to help you. I think that we really need to talk about some long care, long-term care. Um, if you look on my Facebook page, I definitely posted the suicide prevention hotline as mm-hmm. well as the Black Mental Awareness Society, which is based in Baltimore City. And they do a lot of help with uh, trauma-based um, therapy, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. specifically for Black folks. Mm. Very good. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is definitely something that um, is extremely important, and it is with all that's going on. The fact that if we what we just talked about um, a video of someone being um, shot and killed, or several individuals being shot. Several individuals being shot. That shows the desensitization. Listen to me. Uh, um, desensitization. Desensitization. There you go. Yeah, I was. I was making making up several (laughs) words, honey. That tongue was in a way. Um, That's yeah. Of um, our society, we're able to just watch it like it's entertainment now, and talk about it later and we don't really have feel that impact of that shock um i remember growing up and when i saw my first horror film i was like oh my god i cannot believe i just watched that and i stopped I, i've never liked horror movies because of the gore and the you know the stuff like that i've never been a big fan of those types of things because i think it's 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 just traumatic and even though it's, it's for entertainment purposes, for me, it was extremely traumatic. So I can only imagine individuals that are seeing these types of videos. I was, I, I, I want to say earlier last year, they used to post a lot of things on Facebook where um, fights and, you know, people getting, you know, stabbed and, you know, abused and things like that. And for me, I'm the type of person I am, I don't like to watch things like that because I feel it deep down in my core and then I want to react. And so it's like after seeing something like that, I walk away and I want to hurt somebody or I want to do something about it. And so after seeing that video, I just felt I was I was mortified, honestly. But it it speaks to why people are in this moment, like especially our children. I was watching my friend. You know how they can play video games and show people. I was watching him play the video game and I think it was Call of Duty. I call mm-hmm. it beauty. What's the race car game? Grand Theft Auto. And when I say that shit is so realistic mm. now, where you could hit somebody in the head with a, a fucking bat or drive over somebody and it'd be blood spe- 
Like it's too realistic. It's too realistic. It's too gory and it's too violent. Like it's just. But see, I, I think that for me, at a time and play these games. Yeah, I think that for me, the video games is one thing. It's the actual what's going on in the communities and you know, right there in their homes. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we're yeah, a lot of the stuff that we're seeing that they're making um entertainment, they're actually living this out. And so yes. that's that's the that's the scary thing. And this is the next generation you know we are getting we're elders now so can you imagine what it's going to be like in about 20 years and all we know i mean there was an eight-year-old and um he's gonna remain nameless but i was talking to him and he basically was talking about how you know he has this little girlfriend Mm -hmm. and so you know i i guess i would say the old man shit the opposite of the old man shit I heard. It was like, oh, yeah, you got to do this to her. Mine was more like, what the hell you know about having a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. He said, I know if she don't give it to me, I'm going to take it. Oh, oh. And I was like, the fuck? You, <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't think of a movie where the man grabbed the little boy and just started shaking the shit out of him. I just grabbed him. <laughs> and I just started shaking him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> That's what they're being for. That's that's what it is. Because anything else is this that's punk shit. If you ain't really to go out there and get that shit, that's mm-hmm. that's what they that's, being and given. that's what his father told him. He said, hey, my father told me, and when well, my mother acting up, and he just punch up real quick. I'm just sitting there like, no, no, no. And so, and then now, then his mother was like, "Well, can you talk to him because he keep beating on his sister?" Well, Miss, if if your baby father keep beating on you, then um, right, right, right. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Stop taking the blows, but, and he won't be in the right. <laughs> but there's a mean ass cycle there because where is her mindset and self esteem where she thinks that because her response to her getting beat is well, he doesn't hit me as much as he as my other homegirl get hit. So I know he loved me because he only hit me. But that thought process has been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Where uh, I remember old women saying, "I only know he loved me um, if he hit me." If he beat <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. So it's a whole lot of work to be done within our communities for real. Because black men are saying some weird shit right now, and they are taking sides with white men on putting down black women and I'm just not bored. It's some <laughs> weird shit happening where they killing trans people left and right. And it's like yes. every day. I follow this Instagram page where they list it and since gosh, this May it's been every day they've been posting a person. Usually yeah. it was like maybe one or two a month. But in this part of town I live in, you hear about it often. Like it's just yeah. something that happened often in the Charles Village area where they uh Constantly, you find them in the alley or oh, wow. in a car somewhere, and that is true. They killed them. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's not just the ones out there hooking. It's random individuals that they saw walking late at night or early, early in the morning, and they find them dead somewhere. And I think with all that's going on, people are just there is no sense of you know there is no sense of water. There is no, there is no answers to anything. Um, there's no answers to this pandemic. There's no answers to um the violence. There's no answers to the economy. There's no answers to education. There's no answers to a lot of things. And people are tired. 
And this is what this looks like when you get to the point. I was talking to someone earlier today and they were like, you know, um, I'm seeing more and more people just like, you know, they're taking their mask off, they're having gatherings, they're doing things. And now just a few months ago, everybody was in up in, a, in an uproar. But mm-hmm. now it's like, you know what? Then you hug your mama. Right. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have hugged my mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Absolutely. But now they are like, you know what? Forget it. And I saw the same thing. It was the same thing that happened with HIV. And in the beginning, when AIDS and HIV first came out, nobody wanted to touch anything. They were spraying down everything. Now, you could see, they bypassed the condoms and just was like, man, just go get the lube. We good. (laughs) So people stopped caring. Wow. Well, it's the same thing that's been going on with this pandemic. If it doesn't affect them, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. It's not real. It does. I I think that... Five people this week I know personally have been diagnosed, and they are all between the ages of 35 and 19. Ooh. Oh, man. It is, it's just been a hard-ass week for real. <laughs> it's been a hard-ass year. Yeah, it has been. It's, and and <laughs> something felt funny, and we normally really feel that, but something felt funny in this changeover, this transition, because it wasn't it just didn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. And even in March, it felt it felt weird. Yeah, like I, the children were different. That the mm. first two weeks before we went into the uh, lockdown, it just felt different. And now that we're it in did. this, it really did. It just feels. I, I don't. It God just feels knows. weird. And March went on forever. And it was it, it, the crazy part, it was only it was only those two weeks. And those two weeks lasted fucking two months. Exactly. And then April was like that. April did yeah, shop that. That did. What I got a question. It maybe I mean it's not along the lines of the questions that we got sent, but like I was thinking maybe one of the good things that could possibly come out of this is that we go back to like schooling our children, like schooling our own children our own way. Like each of us is part of a different community. Like us, we're one community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I'm the only, me and, well, it's children in this community. There are children in this community. There are children in the other communities that we're a part of. And if we can figure out a way to educate our kids our way, like we might be able to get we might be able to get done with what a lot of people may not be able to get done, if that makes any sense at all. It, I, I do believe that there is a positive side to this. I think that a lot of times what happens, even in this situation, I feel um, being able to walk outside and just do some things without having to look over my shoulder, that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Being able to sit with myself and just really, and I think for a lot of people, especially in the African-American community, we are conditioned to work, 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 work all our lives. And we're not really focusing yes. on taking care of ourselves, like really being mindful of where we are in our mental health, yeah. spiritual health, our physical health, our emotional health, our social health, where we are. And some because we're just conditioned to work, 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 go, 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 and adulting. It's not even just about being African-American. It's just being adults. Right. We we work to pay bills. Uh, 
Um, and you know what I mean? That we don't we don't actually enjoy life. So I think sometimes things happen that intentionally we may look at it and say, oh my goodness, I this stuff, but it was needed. Yeah. And now, you know, for a lot of families, this is the first time they probably sat down at the table together. Right. I mean, most people probably don't even know themselves. Right. Absolutely. That's what Nate was saying earlier. Just, you know, but, but speaking to what, what she was saying, as a teacher, I'm not saying that the school system has it right in terms of education, but mm -hmm. I'm concerned with people taking over education. Uh -huh. One, because a lot of the stuff that we are being, we're seeing children come to school with is not healthy. So okay. for them to then take that over, and I understand a lot of people have their right to raise their children how they ever, however they see fit, but a lot of that is still steeped in toxic behavior. Mm -hmm. And that's what, like, I'm, I constantly, it's like four students that I had, I still, every now and again, I'll send their mom a, a email and see how they're doing and she'll mm -hmm. send me like some updates because two of her boys, they just not, they not getting it. They not getting it at home. And she know they not getting it. And she's throwing her hands up. So she'll send me a couple photos. It's not like she's concerned about my concern or she, but she knows that I know what those little boys are going through. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's weird. I, I just worry so much about children in this moment because adults have grown to be very selfish creatures that are only looking out for their own selfish needs. And none, of, a lot of these parents are not willing to sacrifice so that their children can have it easier as some of our parents and grandparents did. Parents now, is they're competing with their children. So it's not even yeah. a concern, really. There are a lot of parents that do care, but unfortunately, there's a majority who looked at the school system as a babysitting uh, thing. So I'll say I, I, the piggyback on what Nate said, does everybody remember their favorite teacher? Yes. Yeah. Like I remember my favorite teacher. Her name was Miss Smith. Mm -hmm. I love Miss Smith was my fourth and fifth grade teacher. And without getting into the incredibly traumatic year that was for me, mm -hmm. um, it was a year I always say that I completely grew up. <laughs> um and it was because of her, you know, and I, and I, you know, my parents are great. Mm -hmm. And even with having great parents, you sometimes need someone else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the validation and the things that she taught me, I carry to this day. Sometimes I still hit her because when I saw on Facebook, I was like, oh my God, what the hell are you doing on Facebook? But then mm -hmm. I hit her one or one time, even more importantly, I posted something. Mm -hmm. And she inboxed me and she said, did you really think about what you posted and who that could affect? Mm. And never even thought about it outside of myself. But she yeah. still is teaching. Now, I was like 20-something when she did that. And I just never will forget that. And now I have this one student who's 16. Mm -hmm. And he was just taking a basic arts class. His PO set it up because, you know, he, he really just needed some arts and things just to, they were trying to figure out ways to kind of let him release this anger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, right, I, I text him this morning and it's hard to text him because I found out through working it with him in January only that he's completely illiterate. Okay. He doesn't really text. <laughs> 
he and he's not the only one. Like he's not some anomaly. The amount of functioning illiterate black men mm -hmm. and women in and this women. city is terrifying. Yeah. I'm and women because they're <laughs> signing shit that they don't know what they're signing. They they agreeing to things they have no clue what they're agreeing to, and their thought processes of that of someone who is illiterate. And it's it's very primal and it's very and I mean don't mean primal in you know eight I mean. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's very is this going to hurt me or is it not going to hurt and there's wow. no complexities there at all it, it, it's and um and i'm worried about him i saw him on fulton avenue Fult fulton avenue just i don't know what the fuck you, you out there no mask you out there drinking out of some other man's bottle of beer and y'all just chilling and i'm like nah <laughs> You ain't getting in my car either, but you know, we going you going home because you are, I don't, you've been sneezing, coughing and everything since I pulled up. So. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> There's nobody that's, no. that's keeping that behavior <laughs> like aware to him. Like it's. Yeah. And he's lost so much fair. weight because he's not eating. He's no mm -hmm. longer getting that regular meal. The only time he said that he really does mm -hmm. eat is when he sees his PO. Oh, wow. And so, you know, and parole officers, why they get a bad rap? They're doing a whole lot more work than just. <laughs> and you know what? Also, it, I think this with this whole situation also points. It really, really illuminates what we do need. Yeah. Like yeah. all of the things. that, And I'm going to tell you something that is really needed. And I really appreciate. I love the fact I'm bad. I, I don't think they even offered in schools any longer. When I was in high school, they I took um, my elective was child development and parenting classes, mm. and um, I, I, I just thought well, I, had to I, I thought well, what the hell? I mean, I didn't want to do home um, um home um what is it home okay. economics? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. So I'm gonna just take this class. It was the best class I ever took. It really. Um, it helped me understand the responsibility of being a parent. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that children should, I think that every adolescent, before they actually like pre-adolescence, that that class should be offered, child development and parenting. And it's not so much because you to give them license or permission to have sex, right. it's to understand the responsibility it is to take care of a child, or the responsibility it is. And even for parents, because a lot of them are overwhelmed at being a parent. You don't get a manual to be a parent. And a lot of the, I mean, I hear adults now that are still scarred by the fact that they never had anyone pour any positivity into them. They had to figure mm -hmm. that out when they became an adult. And, but by the time they became an adult, they were already jaded. Mm -hmm. They already had given up on mm -hmm. life. I had this one guy who basically, as he said, at the age of six, his, you know, he had to be an adult. And what he was taught by an adult male was some of the most antisocial behavior you could even think of, you know, uh, you know, uh, punch that person in the face, rob that person, you know what I'm saying? Do this, do that. And we wonder why they're doing it, but they're being conditioned to do. This is what they're learning. The first teachers are the parents. It has nothing to do with 
Yeah, no, but I mean, when I was talking about a community school, but I, I'm not going to say by no means unless the parent is a teacher. I'm not just saying parents teach your children. That would be great in a perfect world, but right. you know, I know how... What you're saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I, you were saying was, like it was up to the parents. No, 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 no. I get it. What I'm saying is, is that oh, yeah. even parents... See, that would be how they said no, 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 again. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that parents themselves, they need to actually be in parenting classes. A lot of these houses and stuff that where these young people are coming from, their parents themselves didn't have any guidance. They didn't have anybody educating them on the responsibility of being a parent. It, we had one good night of hot, passionate love making, and then nine months later, you came. We didn't prepare for it. We had no idea. And what we were thinking was it was going to be easy. I thought I was going to be with your mother. I thought I was going to be with your father. And But after you came along, we fell out of love. I, I recall my mother saying one day, um, and I was in my 30s, and her saying one day, like, you taught me how to be a mother. And I'm saying, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why am I the test study? Like, and I always felt, <laughs> I felt like uh, I don't think she know what she doing, <laughs> but not even disrespecting my mother because she was she did the best she could. But to hear that come out of her mouth, I right. was like, "So your mother got eleven children? She ain't show you nothing? Like it was no passed oh, down? Know. Like in our family, we known for having like big groups of children. Mm-hmm. You know, her mother had seventeen children. Ain't Ooh. nobody see? Ain't nobody think?" You know, and and I'm all I'm not one of them people like give a little girl a doll. I'm not that person at all because I think that promotes a child to want to do this before their time. Mm-hmm. But at some point, the value systems of being nurturing and being responsible, those things I think need to be taught. Not necessarily how to put a pamphlet on. You get that shit after the third time. Watch, you know, put the shit over his 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 penis so that shit don't splash in your face like common sense shit. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about the meaningful quality life lessons that it requires for us to give compassion to another mm-hmm. human being or teach compassion to another human being. This, mm-hmm. And we're not, think, not seeing that at all. I think though what Blue was saying about making sure that the parents had that teaching and also, because it needs to be like a cross between we get a parent teach, kid teach, and then they come together and teach. Because right. sometimes you have to understand how someone nurtures. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're asking a lot from someone who can't supply that. And so many times it's not until we all, we're older that we realize, you know what? I'm never going to get that from my father, but this is what he is giving me. And I see that that is absolutely the best that he has to get. But, you know, the thing is, I think the, the thing about education that we need to understand is that not everything is quick. And we have to really work on how we learn and that some things will not be applicable to us until we're older. Yeah. Some things will not make sense until we're older. So now we can, the, the basics of nurturing, yes, but there are some things where we need, like there's certain nurturing that I need that I know that I'm not going to get unless I go to Karen. Mm-hmm. And I told her this many times before I said, Karen, I'm sorry I had to put this on you, but you're the only person that knows how to do it. <laughs> and and, and it, it's 
when I when I'm in those moments, I know that I can go to her and that she can corral me. <laughs> you know, give me that emotional space because other than that, I, there's a way I've learned to be emotional with mm-hmm. my parents, with my other friends, with everyone, where it 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 doesn't bother them. Now that mm-hmm. was something that I picked up that's that is toxic. That I do not want my emotions to bother someone else. So I will just hold it in and keep it. And that's that. But then I found someone was like, oh no, you can let this shit out. It's healthy. Let go. Go. (laughs) So then it was like, okay. (laughs) So now you, and then I'm like, unlearned, unlearned one thing, but I would have never, you know, it's just some shit that we're not all going to learn from one space. And what I do like about Karen said that communal learning, I think does need to come back where school is wrap around where we're all working together to teach not just the kid but each other i'm not even talking about regular schoolhouse stuff i'm talking about no no like growing shit and learning how to so like how to be self-sustaining i feel like I feel like it smells like this this is how you need to take care of it right like i feel like we are that generation There were our grandparents who knew self-sustaining behaviors. They knew all of that. There were our parents who kind of did some of it out of necessity, but they raised us to kind of not need it. But we were around them enough to pick up some of it. Our kids don't have a clue. At least mine don't. God bless him. He's a good boy. He he don't have no kids. He ain't never been to jail. None of that. Not saying that if your child has it, then it makes them bad. I'm just proud of mine. And he don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. He for a long time he was running out planning in, in outside and didn't know that you're supposed to mark the corner, the intersection, before you leave the block. Like I'm at the corner of Bentlow and Riggs and wrap the block and go ahead. He didn't know to do that. I feel like that's common sense stuff that we have, plus old school stuff like how to make your own gravy that you get. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You know I don't how many people don't know how to make gravy. Really? Like it's a lot. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. We have no clue how to make gravy. Freaking clue. Well, if some of us don't know, then that's like our kids don't know. One of my good homies can't make rice. Yeah, that's the only way I know how to make the shit. (laughs) Hell yeah. How you say you make it? From scratch. scratch. That's how I learned how to make biscuits. Mm-hmm. When, when mm-hmm. people bring me grains, mm-hmm. biscuits in a can, I'd be looking at them like, what the hell is those things? I don't even like that. <laughs> you have no self-rising flour and some good old buttered lard or something like uh, that. Yeah. You made you some, and some milk or something. You didn't know how to make no scratch yeah. biscuits. And I learned, and that was something that, but I enjoyed doing it. And the one thing that's, I think that's that was different in our generation is parents, even though they, they, pulled you in mm-hmm. they, del- they they deliberately pulled you in to say look help me with this my grandmother used to when we get a big bag of string beans we oh, had yeah, to snap them snap them and if you didn't know how to shuck corn we had to um we had to do a lot of stuff yeah. That I think that you know, it's one, one thing I hated, and I'm so happy my father made me do was clean the backyard. Oh, I did that every weekend. No, and I, I hated it because we had to, I fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. I, I can't stand it. And uh, we had a dog, and he would really create a mess, and he would kill rats. So I had to kick, pick up the dead rats, too, and all that 
shit. And then just that whole process of cleaning. But what it kind of teaches you is that that sometimes the shit that you just really don't want to do that you have to do. That yeah. you just right. have to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then that after a while, you, you, it becomes your responsibility to do it. And now we there you start cleaning it before it gets too crazy. It's like, oh shit, I ain't gonna be out there all goddamn day mm-hmm. on Saturday. Hold on, let me get this shit in. So then you start learning just little little things. And if your kid has never had to do some shit like clean the backyard, so then when it comes time to do the hard shit, he's like, Why I got to do this? Fuck I look like right. it's beneath me. It's beneath them, yes. It's beneath them, yes. Yeah, and I think it's about skill development. I find that a lot of adults that are like in the, I don't know that in their twenties now don't have any of the soft skills. I remember even in English class, you know, being able they a part of the school lesson was you know learning how to fill out an application. Yes. Um, knowing the difference mm-hmm. between a proper noun and an improper noun, and you know, and things of that nature. We I, I writing a check. About, uh, writing a check. <laughs> Balancing a checkbook. Balancing a checkbook. Yeah. Mailing a letter. Yes. And a business letter versus a personal letter. How about Yeah. And diagramming a sentence. Whoever had to diagram a sentence? Was it? I think I I think I gave it. You had to break it down. Subject, verb, predicate, all of that. Yeah. 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 Those were the dog to me, even though now when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I hate this shit. But now I value it because it's almost like when you talk to um, someone young about it, it's like, what you talking about? Hey, don't forget, you said, I had you, typing. you said a noun? What's a noun? Uh, so, so, you, so now is not. You mean right now? Two minutes ago, but right now. Like, man. Like, no, you big dummy. <laughs> My favorite was. We had a whole week of you do not spell words the way you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have y'all no, ever looked at some words. people's shit that they write and game? You, you sit there like, what the fuck did I'm you say? I'm trying to tell you people who substitute A-N-D with I-N. First of all, it's a lot of people. Just like uh, you said earlier, it's a lot of people that just can't spell. They can't. I saw, like, I saw a sign that said, give us our country back. My- is don't do it. A R E. Don't do it. Our, give us A-R-E. our country back. Give our us country. our country back. <laughs> and you knew the person that wrote that shit. Those <laughs> people that did it, our country. <laughs> Again, I'm gonna say this for those people on the internet. Loose is L O O S E. Loose is L O S E. Those are two different words. Yeah. Oh my god damn it. Yes. You did not lose your damn purse. You did not lose your grandmother. You lost them there. Well, sorry, I, don't, you lost. I don't know what to wear. W H E R E. Sorry for your lost. L O S T. The fact that they, I don't know it, the, uh, the contractions. You know, yeah. what is a contraction? Those things, you know, yeah. they're there. Right before the baby comes. Like mama have a baby. That's <laughs> when <laughs> <laughs> he like be looking at me real heavy and stuff. He like, no, that. <laughs> <laughs> we got, when he looking at me with his contraction no. in his eyes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> True story. True story. I was at my, a friend of mine's friend was in the hospital, 
Mm-hmm. And so when we get into the hospital room, he was sharing a room with somebody else. So apparently the dude before he left must have messed the bathroom up. Oh. So she runs out. She's like, nurse, nurse, it's fetuses all over the toilet seat. Shit. <laughs> and the nurse was like, excuse me? She was like, it's fetuses. Fetuses all over the toilet seat. No, yeah. I was like, I think he means feces and just walked the fuck off. I was like, yo, this is <laughs> Fucking embarrassing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Someone said I got no, a visual. I got a visual of fetuses all over the damn Fetuses. Seat. So you got you just got a random baby just laying all over the fucking toilet seat. Mm. Good luck. Not even yeah. done babies. Half done babies. Half done babies. A bunch of them. So mm. somebody went in that bitch and had a litter. All... Shut up. Oh. Well, Blue, you had some questions. <laughs> what was your questions today? I think on that note. All the way live. <laughs> well, not all, all I see is little jelly babies sliding around the toilet. Oh, right. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. You know, that with that big dog guy, they got that one big. <laughs> oh, no. Lord of mercy. No. Oh, um, so I honestly believe it in that. I think the conversation. I, this is how the cocktail social usually uh, uh, flows. We have a set of questions that we're supposed to do, and then all of a sudden we go off on a tangent and we wind up having this conversation about all sorts of stuff. I don't know how we ended up with fetuses on it. On toilet seat. It's fine. Mm. It's happened. It's Let's Christmas. move on. <laughs> what? It got distinct. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Why? Why? I swear. Well, the first question I was going to answer, it was, and well, it is, it is, what is the most courageous thing you've ever done in your life? I haven't done it yet, but stay tuned. Right. Karen, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Have a child in this environment. (laughs) I was about to say, have a baby. Have a child. That was the most courageous thing I've ever done. Why is that? I always say my son saved my life. Um, I had just accepted the fact that I was selfish as a person, and I Mm -hmm. I was happy with that. I could go and do whatever I want. However, I wanted to do it. Who was going to stop me? I was grown, and mm. um, and I got pregnant, and it was just like skirt on everything. No mm. matter what all what I wanted to do, I couldn't do. My village was great because they corralled me, and mm-hmm. you know there was a, a period that was very very dark for me. It shifted the mm-hmm. whole, you know, apex of my life, and. It, it all started with one decision because that was a decision that had to be made, like the real kind, like rocking on the top step, like what is I'm going to do? And deciding to go through with the pregnancy was the scariest but most rewarding thing that I have ever done. Ever done. And every day there is a new chance for me to show more courage in that same thing. Like today I had a breakdown because now he's 21 and he's doing 21 
your man things. And I literally lost it, like, only because I realized that he broke up with me and I ain't know <laughs> it. And I still was going with him. So it's fine. I'm okay now. I wasn't earlier. I had to chat with my mom, but whatever. You don't let me know. Right. More. <laughs> like, oh my God, one day you just left and you ain't come back. Wow, what I do? <laughs> that was pretty okay, earlier. <laughs> Later, mom. <laughs> I was oh. like, my, he don't love me no more. Oh. <laughs> but I'm better now. Okay. <laughs> that is sweet. What about you, Miss Mazel? Well, that's what I said. I said, just probably childbirth. I can't think of nothing else. Mm-hmm. Nothing courageous. I would consider courageous. And? Hmm? You said and. That's it. <laughs> <He> left us. <laughs> I think I mean, Karen pretty much said it. I mean, you know, I said childbirth probably about it. And, you know, shit, Karen pretty much wrapped it up. Ain't nothing else to be said. I mean, shit. Clover <laughs> <laughs> was funny when she, she said, hey, the fuck you mean, hey? I have no more. I'm all over that. <laughs> All out. Okay. I'm a lost for words. Uh, okay, Mr. Gilmore. Um, I still say the most courageous thing that I am going to do in life is yet to be done, but it is on the horizon. Um, but I will say, not being cryptic, but again, Karen knows the most courageous thing I do every day is get out of bed. Some days that may be the hardest thing I do. And just to get up and do. Mm -hmm. It is, I feel like I have, I feel, some days I really feel like Superman when I do it. Mm -hmm. Because, (laughs) um, you know, so much has happened in the last four years now. Mm -hmm. And I just, a lot of me just wanted to kind of stay in bed and never get out. Oh no, you can't come on. It's my six thousand pound life type of. Oh no, no, I probably I wouldn't have been that. I would have been wider and more bigger and more fat. Oh no, I, I'd have been my six pound life. You shall not allow. When I get no, when I get stressed, I don't eat. I don't do anything. I don't drink. I don't eat. I'd have been so ten you would just pounds. Lay and get skinny. <laughs> Y'all have saw my ass and been like, maybe uh, get skinny uh, and honestly, like a flying squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been my, that's my most courageous thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that shit. How about you, Blue? Well, thank you for, um, uh, well, first, I would like to thank each of you for actually sharing what your courageous thing and take it took courage. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was to live, to be true to me, live in my truth. Uh, That was the most courageous thing. Coming out was the courageous thing for me because God knows I didn't, this wasn't what I envisioned. You know, growing up, I had, my my vision was completely different um, because it was so many things, so many factors that were shaping me and I didn't know which way to go. So when I finally got up the age where I had to figure it out and I had to actually make a a choice. It wasn't a choice to be gay or straight. It was a choice to be true or maintain a lie. 
And so, and that's what I had been living. It was hard for me growing up because I didn't, I didn't fit in anyone's box. And I think for the reason I asked that question, and I'm glad that you said what you said, Mr. Gilmore, waking up for a lot of people requires a lot of energy because they go through so much. They're dealing with so much and we don't have those outlets to kind of like pour into us, to recharge us, to go to. And those places, I used to, I, I used to think that like, you know, you would go to for spiritual fulfillment, you go to church. You're supposed to, you know what I mean? You, but after going for so many years and being beat down and beat down and beat down, at some, at, I had stopped and I was just resigned to going to hell. I was like, well, fuck it, I'm going anyway. So I may as well right. make it worthwhile when I go there. Right, right. So, I'm going to be the like, top ranking center down that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I have shit. seniority out this motherfucker. <laughs> right, like, shit, I got the black card. I got the diamond black card. You, you know how many sins I did, motherfucker? <laughs> millions, millions, motherfucker, millions. <laughs> So I was, yeah, that was me. I was like, shit, I mean, God can see me do some strange things for change. So, and I ain't getting into heaven, so I might as well make it. Make it rain. Might as well make break in hell. So uh, that's what got me on the course. I see it, motherfucker. I'm a goddamn sergeant. Yeah, that shit. So yeah, I think being true was the being honest, and I think that a lot of people don't. Do I think that. that's and how I felt when I courage. first took my t-shirt off at the beach. What does that mean? What? You ain't never wore a fucking t-shirt over your bathing suit because you thought you yes. were or whatever back in the day. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then one day I said, "Fuck this shit!" I saw all them jelly rolls and back sets and overlapping thighs and shit. I said, I'm going to embrace myself. So I had some courage and I took oh, off that man. and I stepped out on that beach. Yeah. Christian, you said a word because I used to wear the fat band, band t-shirt in the pool and on the beach. You know, yeah, I, I you sit up in the beach. Beach. I just did uh, One day, I was just beach. like, yeah. I went to Atlantic City this past summer and I just said, fuck it. I took it off. I was, I'm sitting out there in my damn aviators just fucking living it. First of all, I saw a bitch out there that hey. looked like a fucking pork tenderloin. Shut up. You know how you wrap that bitch with that string? <laughs> all her fucking meat rolls. She was like, out that bitch looking like a busted can of biscuits. And I said, if she can come out here and be <laughs> fucking shit, why can't I? Why can't you? I'm going to embrace my shit too. So if that yeah. meat roll slide out the back, just tuck that bitch back in and tell me keep strutting, honey. Well, yeah, when in well when I first when I developed the front butt, when Look, I de- you put him at a loss for words. He ain't know what to say. I did because I had to remember what to call it. When I developed the front butt, I almost drowned because I had a t-shirt on and a bitch went swimming under the water and that motherfucker went over my and head. Shit went so up I, and you couldn't get out. And I was in there. So I had to embrace myself or die. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker came out the water with his titties loose and shit. Motherfucker was just shit. Oh. Motherfucker said, oh shit. <laughs> You know, it was another big moment when I started smiling. 
when I started smiling with my mouth open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't tell me you was a silly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't I was a straight up I was, you know the people you just Oh no. <laughs> That's you know what you know what that told everybody? Whoever you talk to, it just made them think they brought stuff. <laughs> well, there was some stank ass people running around. They all thought they was funky. You know, I was just, like, there's a bunch of pictures of me in middle school and everything smiling. So now I was the opposite. I was the opposite. You could first of all, I had, I had to. I, they had to scale my smile back down. Cause a bit, I showed the back. I showed all of my molars and everything. I was at one. Yeah. That, you smile. You it's smile like watching a Tyrannosaurus Rex smile. <laughs> 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 it was like, what? What the fuck are you so happy for? Motherfucker, pot alligator. Why we see all your teeth? <laughs> you know the little thing that hanging. I, I don't know the. I don't know the medical term for it that hanging in the back of your throat. But they was like, "Damn, we, see, we, we can see down your throat." So yeah, I They had to scale my shit down. Bring your smile in by this much. Just the cat looking ass look. <laughs> We don't need to see all the teeth. The was a stunt double for the Chester cat. Hold on, hold on. And when they turned out the lights, I really became that motherfucker for real. Right, that's like, when oh, you was a stunt double. And, and he invisible. Because the Chester cat really didn't have teeth, but you was you just stepped in. So when he had to do the smiling parts, that was you. <laughs> When he disappeared. Oh my god! <laughs> Next question. Y'all stupid as shit. Because <laughs> y'all are stupid. The next question is: What used to be considered trashy, but now is considered classy? A uh, fishnet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about classy. I guess with the right outfit. Back in the day, back in the day, if anybody that wore fishnets was a hooker. You was, was a whore. A whore. <laughs> so now that's what the older that's what the women in the church called you. Yeah, a whore. whore. A whole whore. Jezebel. Jezebel. A floozy. A floozy. Hold on. A floozy. That's a real you good one. Floozy. <laughs> oh, you bad off if you're a floozy. Uh, a floozy. <laughs> Uzzy. Oh, that's another one. Fuzzy. Uh, oh, oh, heifer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, Something that was trashy, but now it's considered classy. Hmm. I'm going to say something. Giving head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is it now considered that fell in the whole That fell in the whole category. Yeah, you was definitely whole if you was out here sucking on anything. You ain't put your mouth on nothing. And nowadays, it's like, oh, if you don't do it, something wrong with you. 
Like you right. that, that's like, why, like, that's why they do anything that's else. Why them old ladies they want people to chew gum. Because if you chew gum, then you gave head, you know, because only hookers chew gum. Because old people make me mad with some of the shit they make up. So why? Because the only reason they chew gum was because the breath smell like so they will have dick mouth. <laughs> <laughs> They go to breathe on you and it smell like bleach and salt in their mouth. You sitting there, ooh. <laughs> you see fruit. <laughs> did you see all did you smell all them babies on her breath? <laughs> they was on the toilet. She put them on the toilet. <laughs> the fetus is on the toilet. Is that music? <laughs> 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 Fetus is on a toilet, it sounds like a print song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I would have paid I would have paid to be a fly on a wall. Yo, when she said that, that's I it. Hey, it was like it was like my whole face was just like, really, bitch. Like, if fetus is only talking, she was loud. She was me. loud about the shit. She was like really mm-hmm. fucking loud about it. She was like, uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Excuse me, excuse me. Um, you need to y'all need to send somebody to be over there to um rum such and such because uh it's fetuses all over the toilet mm-hmm. seat. So the nurse, like, kind of, like, 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 what? Did like, you imagine the visual she got? You feel me? <laughs> and then she said it twice. She said the shit twice. I could she never be a nurse. And then she said it to her, like, like she was fucking retarded. She's like, no, fetuses. Fetuses. I was like, I think she means fetuses. And first of <laughs> all, I love that. Let, that. Day, like, let me hurt. tell you how. Uh, Let me tell you how I would have quit. You left fetal matter all said, over the sheets, baby. Oh, as soon as she said, <laughs> as soon as she just said, as soon as she just said fetuses, I'd be like, I can't take this shit no more. I quit. I'm good. Don't fart too hard. You're going to spray fetuses everywhere. Fetuses every fucking way. It's just baby. Can you imagine that shit? Mm. Mm. That's like a horror movie. <laughs> and not a baby. It ain't a It's a fetus. Not so it's real it's so, just... Mm-mm. That bitch look like a jelly belly with a head on it. Ew. 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 Fetus is on the floor. Do we have any more? Fetus is in the hole. I swear, So, do we have any more trashy? Do we have any more trashy to classy? You don't have any any more trashy to classy. Red lipstick. Oh yeah, red lipstick. If you wore red yeah, lipstick, but you, you still, definitely but you know what? Everybody can't pull that off. 
you got to get the right shade of red because everybody yes. can't pull that that red off. Let me tell you that something. is science. You get the wrong shade of red, you gonna look you gonna look just like the little wax lips they used to have back in the day. Yeah. I put on a pair. Let me tell you, calling myself playing and makeup. I put some red lipsticks on these BSLs. And I look like that little shops of whore grant that that motherfucking plant from little shops of whore. Like how that motherfucker from off a Looney Tunes. You said he look like Sambo. <laughs> Daffy Duck. He look like Daffy Duck after what's name shot his beak off. Sambo. <laughs> oh my god. Order. You ain't got to take this. Uh, no, but the fact that a bit no, I'm telling I'm saying it myself because I thought I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get the British lipstick in the fucking makeup aisle. And I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm gonna put that on with some gloss over top of it and see Oh man. no. <laughs> you look like a candy apple in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no. First of all, first of all, the red lipstick. My lips is I already got DSL. My lips. So when I when I opened when I put the red on, it made them 3D. When I added that gloss on it, Man. motherfuckers came. It went from it went oh man, it was big. I was like, oh Lord. Oh when I saw myself in the mirror, I said, Oh Jesus. That's where you look, you old liver lipto. So yeah. Um for my complexions, red may not be. I mean, it don't matter what complexion you is. If you get the wrong shade, you know which one I I went out. I went out on a date with this girl, and she wore white lipstick. Oh, it was the most disturbing thing I'd ever seen in my life. And she, I mean, she had on a whole (laughs) white outfit, white nails, and then white lips and white shadow. That's a fucking mess. And I mean, but it was like it was like lead white. Like it was you trying to kill me. Don't say no white out. He went out on a date with a he went out with a black Sherwin Williams lips on. A fucking mom. It's got a, a semi gloss, <laughs> eggshell semi gloss. No. <laughs> oh, no. You know, another color that's not good that I see a lot of women with blue. <laughs> blue. Yeah, that's like for everybody. It looks nice on some people. Almost, I think everybody. Look, um, that shit um, make you want to give a bitch mouth to mouth in that motherfucker. Like, oh shit, she's not breathing. Right, exactly. Right. I don't know. Like, I think on blue, I think on a dark skinned woman with really big lips, that blue looks good. Yeah, you. I, I've seen some people pull blue off. I've seen yeah. it. And, and and that's to the shade. I think once you start making it look ashy, if you know you got crusty kind of lips anyway, don't get the mat. Don't get the best in it. You talking good, sis. You talking good. I'm just saying, if you know you, first of all, let me plug myself real quick. I make scrubs. 
If you got crusty crumbs <laughs> on your lips, mm-hmm. I got a scrub that you can that's use right. and scrub that off of there so that your makeup can go on smoother. Because when you put that matte lipstick on them dry, crusty, chapped lips, you look, it, it, it don't look good. It looks like peeling paint. You know what else to work? Loofah brush. Exactly. Those, them hands, just... sandpaper. Get a real light yeah. like, grade of sandpaper and get that shit you off. Don't need extra work. You're gonna be bleeding. No, right. You're gonna squeak. Right. If you just if you just wet it and like you said, just go. You gonna go slide that Carmex on and your lips gonna burn. Yeah, but it's a good tingling. That's a good tingling. <laughs> you know that bit? And look, don't go outside in the wind and let the wind blow on them, but you're like, <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know um, when it starts tingling, it's working. <laughs> next question. And this will be our final question for the evening because we're coming close to the end. It, if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your family and friends think you did? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You may have to ask them. Like cut somebody out or something. Mm, I don't know. If you were, a, just think of you. If you were arrested. Speeding. 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 Y'all look at this. This is beautiful. That is. Mm-hmm. That is. But I'm going to tell you. Coming in this dead rain coming down on Ballet and Erdman, it was a it was a reservoir up and down that area. You I don't know where all that water um, came from. Um, well, Hill and Road looked like hell. Yeah, it was a river. Yeah, it was a boat up in a boat, a bus, <laughs> up and they had they said it about Montebello. Yeah, mm-hmm. coming down Erdman Avenue, you needed a boat. Mm-hmm. I was definitely afraid for Sally. You got my brother standing on the bus shop with floaties on. <laughs> yep. well, you know if what you I think arrested. your better question is? If all of us were together and we got arrested, what do you think we would get arrested for as a group? <laughs> this group right here, this and here, what would we get thrown in jail together for? <laughs> well, first of all, you already, I know that if I was arrested, for something, if anybody who knows me, they would probably was like, "Well, did you? Wait, who we attack?" That and nigga be cool stick was in use. I know that much. <laughs> they was like, "Who did he hit with that pipe?" And <laughs> and like, okay, uh, which one of you had much the uh, baseball bat with the nails in it? <laughs> Is this your weapon? I feel like if we all got arrested together, it would be on some real crazy, like wow shit. <laughs> It like, it, but it'd be some shit you couldn't even really explain. <laughs> Number one, when me and Karen get together, anything is bound to happen. So then add y'all to Oh, shit, we going on. Uh, it'd be like the hangover. Yeah. It mm-hmm. would be. Yeah. You wake up with a baby, a tiger, and all that. A tiger and a baby. baby a, a, tiger, a tiger and a tattoo, goddamn. And, and I know I would probably be, what was the guy that, um, the, 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 the one that was causing the most problems? Child? Oh, fucking, um, 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 goddamn it. Uh, 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 um, uh, in the three best friends that anyone's ever seen. Mm hmm. Alan. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you weren't Alan. Alan. Was he Alan? It was Alan. Yeah, yeah, that was Alan. Mm. Yeah, because I know I went a, a few drinks in, and 
And like, you, you know, Blue, I do think you be Allen because you be the one that drug all our ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wouldn't even know that. <laughs> I'll agree. And the funny thing is, is the, the crazy thing is because I would do it for entertainment purposes. So I because you remember he was the one who caught he he remembered everything. Yeah, he so must be like, oh, wow. Yeah, he must have beat. They was fucked up though. I'll probably be the one they who stole the Capcom. I would like to well, know. I don't know if I would want to be Child. Because Child was wild as shit. Child was off the hook. <laughs> yeah. Yo, when he jumped out that trunk. <laughs> was butt naked and was whipping ass. <laughs> and then he jumped with his, with his balls in the dude's face. He jumped onto his face. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'd probably, I'd probably be the one to marry the hooker. <laughs> oh shit! You gonna be Just randomly? Oh, oh no! Well, oh. That, was, that was Phil, wasn't it? No, that mm-hmm. wasn't Phil. Was that Phil? No, Phil. No, that was Stu. That was Stu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, group, why we, did you marry a hooker? <laughs> as a group, we would definitely be on some crazy shit. It would be bad. <laughs> but we should do that. We also we should actually do a cross country tr- road trip. That would be fun. Oh. Hey, let's see if we, can, if we can run an RV. That's my dream. Let's do that an RV. That is my dream trip. Yes. I want to yeah. go to the Grand Canyon and everything. Yeah, just go, go. That would be so much fun. And we can take the next one. Just get in a, get a group of us, get a nice one of those, you know what I mean? When and just go. go. Yeah. Oh, they got some nice ones out there now. Get and go across country. That would be so much fun. Take some pictures, drink and eat at different diners and stuff like that. Drive to Wyoming. Wait a minute, we went. I have family. I have family in Wyoming. Oh, oh, Kentucky. Oh, okay. I got family in Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. Pick another state. Huh? Pick another state. I'm just. I got family in Kentucky and Wyoming. What about the code? Idaho. <laughs> I know someone. I, she's currently a senator in Dakota. I know her. Her name is Carrie. All right. Is so she we really? Got... Mm. Look at and so I want to go to Texas. I want to get like state. And I want to go to Montana because I just want to go to Montana. It's pretty. You know, so what is something that y'all want to do? What's on your bucket list? One thing off your bucket list that you really want to do, real quick. cross country trip really is that that legit is my. Yeah, I think that'll be. I've fun. always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a bucket list, a bucket list activity for me as well. Bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> my mind obviously is elsewhere. New shit. I heard about tea bagging, but I ain't never heard of a bucket list. Get into it. You know um, what else I want to do? I want to go. So it's a porn expo where you get to meet all of the porno stars and everything like that. And it's kind of like the Grammys of the porn um, of porn stars. Right and, stuff. and it's in, I want to say Las Vegas. I want to go to that. So my first one, however, is um, going to the, um, going 
to each state. I want to go to every state. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely want to do that. And what I want to do is get those magnet, mag, magnets that you could put on your refrigerator. I want to get one from every state. That's yeah. my goal. That's my dream. Like and, the other, and when I heard about it, only reason I want to go is because I'm. I want to actually talk to someone and be like, "What made you decide that this is what you wanted to do?" as uh you know as a career like because this is and it's like the grammys where they get awards for you know the best yeah the best he wow yeah that's dance with the strength i want to go get country fried steak in texas mine isn't really a big goal but i want to do it in texas <laughs> i mm. do want to go to the grand canyon that's i definitely want to go to the grand canyon I, I want to go. I, I just so, want to go eat. I put it to you like this. I want to go to the Grand Canyon, but I don't want, if I go, I want everybody to be at least 25 feet away from me because I don't want no accidents or nobody tripping, yeah. accidentally pushing me into the canyon. I don't, I, I <laughs> just stay the fuck away. I probably had to lay on my belly to look over the side and shit, but mm-mm. I, I ain't going to the edge. I'm going to go to the tourist where they got the rail. I'm you not know, gonna we should do. Shit with a rail, and I'm gonna test that bitch to make sure it's sturdy. We should do a road trip to Niagara Falls. That would be nice. Now, that, that's the now the that's the Canada side. I mean, the New York side. Yeah. No, I want to do the Canada side. Everybody they got that. Go right ahead and get passports and shit. And they, they, they ain't, ain't let, let nobody in. in. Ain't nobody letting our asses time. in nowhere. Hell, you be lucky if you can come from here to New York. True. Without them, without them quarantine you and everything. Right now, <laughs> this do kind of remind you of something from a movie. I'm going to say Resident Evil or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but we ain't far from it. Cause I saw a motherfucker the other day. He was so goddamn high. I thought it was a fucking zombie. I think I told y'all about his ass. He on the fucking corners. He on his head, head. crawling around. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like he got the tea box. He took his shit all slow and shit. I was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> hey, this lady. Yeah. He, no, he he wasn't even talking. This mother, you know, oh, this, was, this was a non-talking zombie. This oh. bitch was all the way gone. Brain mm. he ate up and shit type shit. He, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's that, mm-mm. Not funny. Fuck no. Not funny. They already out there. Hmm. You a so <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've come to that time. I think we answered that one question. We did answer. We answered several questions. My favorite question was the last question. And you ain't even answered. list. No. That one about what's the most dangerous thing. (laughs) Dangerous? Oh, the most courageous. The most courageous Mm -hmm. thing you've ever done. Oh. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fuck Raw in Baltimore City. You said doing what in what? Baltimore City? Fuck Raw in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that, partner. <laughs> You said, "Look, that's when you come in with that song from the Wizard of Our Courage. You you need courage for that." (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Mm-hmm. And it, it, well, that was damn near heroic. <laughs> Super. <laughs> you, you definitely on I'm say, standing strong yes. and tall. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Well, that'll be a question for another day. Yeah, but we have come to the end of today's cocktail social. Um, as always, I've enjoyed our conversation. Y'all were absolutely hilarious today. <laughs> Y'all made my Friday a Friday. So it was Aww, wonderful. Yes. yes. Cable, we got your message. Hope you can join us next week. We did miss you, little buddy. Um, and for everyone that tuned in to watch, thank you so much. I saw a lot of your comments. Well, a lot of you waving and I do appreciate your participation. If you are joining in as we're about to leave out, this is the Cocktail Social. I am your host, Blue Waters. These are my socialites. This is Be Exposed Radio. Join us next week at 7 p.m. where we break in Leo season! And we're out. Oh, <laughs> uh,